0: This is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin.
1: All right, welcome to the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast, powered by KEDCO with Three Mon Studios in our partnership with Tippy River Adventures and Visit Kosciuszko County. Jody Claypool, Ryan Martin, I'm so happy to be here with you today, uh, kind of uh, helping uh, as a, a maybe a guest host and uh, uh, giving you the chance to maybe share your perspective here as we wrap up a new series, A Life Well Lived in Costa, Costa County, a series that hosted on activities and opportunities happening outside of our work lives that allow us to enjoy just all there is to offer in the community. And it's so special to be able to have this time with you uh, because of all that you're doing through Tippy River Adventures to help really create those opportunities uh, in the community, so uh, I'm going to really turn this over to you to share some thoughts and feedback, uh,
2: some well, ideas. Thank you. I'm confused, I'm yes, confused to start. Okay. And the statement there said uh, something outside of work lives. Who has time outside of their work life? Well, it's whatever time you make it, right? I, I suppose so.
1: Hey, uh.
3: it, to me, work is fun, so it's fun lives for me. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If
1: you love where you work, you'd ever uh, was it work a day in your life or something? That's the uh, something like that. Well, no, but again, we appreciate. I mean, you you both go the extra mile uh, in terms of supporting the community, in terms of investing and helping to build things here in Cass County. And so, you know, I, I was not part of the last three episodes. I certainly want to get your feedback on those three episodes um, that uh, that did focus on this this series of a life well lived. You know, some of the highlights, some things you took away from those, as well as I uh, would want to then maybe uh, get your take on some things you've learned uh, through your your time. Um, I was going to say your adventure, your your experiences with Tippy River Adventures over the last couple of years. So I don't know what. Uh, well, quick re- recap for us uh, some of the takeaways from the uh, the three episodes of the series. I know uh, Jody, you mentioned you were part of one of those. It talked about childcare and and just childcare options in the community.
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna encapsulate um, this in a story.
2: Okay, love so, stories.
3: Yeah. Okay. Great. Good. Everybody, buckle up.
2: So uh, last, do we have enough time? Because usually when he tells a story, it's
3: yeah. Is there a time limit on these? It's keeping <laughs> us away from work. Uh, last Saturday, uh, we had a trip. We had a float, and the float consisted. It was a uh, Helping Hands recipients. So Helping Hands is a not-for-profit that makes 3D printed prosthetics for uh, kids in northeastern Cascasco. County, Northeastern Indiana, really. But, uh, I didn't mean Northeastern Coscasco. I mean, Coscasco County, got Northeastern got Indiana. It. And, uh, in that one float was all kinds of small businesses and not-for-profits combining together to make it possible. So we had helping hands, not-for-profit. Mm-hmm. We had paddlers for conservation, right. not-for-profit. We had um, Tippy River Adventures, which is a startup, obviously. This is, we're in our second season, and for anybody who's listening, come on out. It's a great river.
2: Great experience. Um,
3: We have tons of people who come out. They ride the river, and the next thing they want to do is find out where to eat. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a great win all the way around for people who want to have a great experience and then come enjoy the fantastic restaurants we have in the area. We had Blue Bottle Farms. Mm Uh, Advantage Weather Solutions, JCI. JCI is an uh, engineering company. Um, we had uh, Winona Powder Coat, mm-hmm. who's a sponsor of Tippy River Adventures. We had uh, the Farm Bureau Insurance, which is a sponsor. We had Freedom Cats, Freedom Cats, which is a great podcast for anybody not listening to it. Get out there, go on Spotify, listen to Freedom Cats. Um, I know I'm forgetting some people, but. We had, there was... Well, s- Creighton Brothers. Creighton, par- oh, Creighton part- Brothers, right? We're, yeah, yeah so. I can't forget them. They're, they're just a fantastic organization that have been supporting us all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Kerry Groninger's been a, a huge advocate for the Tippy River Adventures mm-hmm. um, uh, business. So it's just a it's this amalgamation of people who truly are invested, um, are willing to come out and uh, contribute or participate, and support initiatives like the ones that are critical for what made that whole trip happen. Right, right. And so um, if I was going to, if I, what I'm doing is I'm painting a picture of saying, okay, in that one float, there are so many contributors, so many people who um, really have shown that um, they both live and work in the area and they're willing to invest in the betterment of the community. So, well, you're
1: certainly, I mean, the both of you are setting the example for that. And I mean, the story, Jody, you shared, it does show how these different sectors of agriculture and orthopedics and recreation do tie together so closely. I mean, you think about Creighton Brothers as a, a company, a, you know, multi generational, you know, family based business in the ag sector. Think about uh, the orthopedic companies. I mean, all the startup activity, the, the consulting activity that happens around that industry that's based here on um, the recreation sector. And I mean, even just companies like Winona Powder that's, um, I know that their, their leadership is, is involved in, on multi, you know, all the way to the East and one lake, all the way to the West and Etna green and uh, parts in between. So just great example of how all that comes together. And again, the opportunities you're creating as entrepreneurs to help, uh, help make that happen.
2: Well, and, and so the, the focus of this series over the past three to four episodes have been, you know, the, the topic says it all life while well lived in Kosciuszko County. So all of this comes into building the community. And I think that's some, one of the things, again, going back to Jody's story with, with that single float, the community build, the community relations that are in that, in just in, in one activity. And and you know what? We have other activities that can focus around the exact same thing. We're, we're biased. We're operating on the river. So we want everybody to come out and enjoy the river. But you, we have all these other things that come routinely in this podcast, even outside of the last three to four episodes That builds the sense of community that's here. And that's one of the things that we've seen develop over the past year, year and a half, almost two years of bringing folks in here uh, when we kind of want to say, all right, you know, we're known for the lakes here in Kosciuszko County, blah, 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 lakes, lakes, lakes. But people generally bring up so many other things and they all revolve back to the people the community the people, right the, the this is what's so different and then you talk about what we just put together this last week on that nonprofit float and it, and it really kind of shows how it all comes together
3: Yeah. well this podcast this podcast is an example of that right the point of this podcast was engaging the com- the point is to engage the community the point is to have a voice in that conversation and so when we i don't how long ago did we start this been three or four years right so you know when we started this four years ago that it was a it was a game of trying to figure out how to take somebody who's driving down 30' used Warsaw is just another farm town on that road that all blends together and convince them to turn the wheel what is it about this county that somebody would want to go engage in and um, you know I, I it's not going to change the world but it's those little things where you can just try something try to contribute try to be an active member of the community and if it works great.
1: Exactly, or if it doesn't work, try try the next thing, right? Try the next thing. Keep That's building. Right. Keep trying. Well, and uh, again, the example of the, you know getting out in the float on the river. I mean, like so many other things we've talked about in this podcast. I mean, the river is hidden right in plain sight. I mean, it's just such a well kept secret that we want to see more people be able to experience. And thank you again to you both for helping to make that possible. And uh, you know, Jody, I know you mentioned paddlers for conservation. Uh, maybe just help us understand kind of what what is that organization? How can people get involved in, in paddlers for conservation?
3: Yeah, just, uh, you can reach out, actually, you can reach out to Ryan or I. You can reach out to us through the Tippy River Adventures website. Right. Um, And it is, uh, we need able-bodied people to get out there, um, help move things around, help support the the people who are out there, um, you know, with the chainsaws. You don't have to necessarily run a chainsaw. If you can, great. Come out, we could use you. Uh, But the more people we have volunteering, the more people who are invested in this unique amenity, and helping us um, open up that river to more participants, the more people who are going to be able to come out and enjoy it, the more traffic, the more unique experiences it, and the more people who are hungry after they're done. Right. 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 And when you're hungry after you're done, then you get to go yeah. to a restaurant.
2: So let's back up a little bit and define paddlers for conservation. If people don't know paddlers for conservation is a nonprofit, 501 C three, a nonprofit that was developed in 2016. Um, with the sole mission of making the Tippecanoe River uh, more available for canoe and kayak traffic, being able to paddle it. You know, if you don't know, the Tippecanoe River starts just outside the eastern Kosciuszko County line, Noble County, Whitley County kind of coming together, um, and the river starts there. So anytime you're at a headwaters of river, river, have either of you been to the headwaters of the Mississippi up in northern Minnesota? Have, I have not. not. Yeah, you can actually, I've walked across the Mississippi River. You can actually walk across the, because the headwaters are right, right, right. there. Right. Same basic story on the Tippecanoe River uh, as it gets started. Very narrow, very shallow, not much going on. But that means when a storm comes through and blows a tree over, it, it blocks the entire river. And so, Paddlers for Conservation got started hey, we've got this underutilized resource here in the county. What's one of the barriers for people to be on the river? And it's the fact that you paddle along the river and you have to get out every 50 feet, 100 yards, whatever it is to crawl across something. So that group got together, they got some grants around um, and were able to go out and have river cleanup days. Uh, 2016, 17, 18, and even a little bit into 2019, very active group. Uh, to, to, to do that. and Great opportunities there. They partnered with another organization that we talk about a lot uh, in the county and on this podcast, Lily Center for Lakes and Streams. That's right. Um, COVID hit. All right. The group kind of contracts. It goes to phone. We're not allowed to do anything, go anywhere. Um, and then... Prior, after COVID, you know, the group didn't know what was doing. That's when we came in, and and Jody and I and a couple other new board members as new leadership, try and get the group active again to, again, make the river accessible for as many people as possible, even through just the standard public access sites. You know, Grassy Creek up there and uh, Mullenauer down at State Road 19, uh, the Kiwanis Canoe Launch. The public accesses, you still would have to crawl over things. Um, The thing is, now they're going to Jody's point, the organization's been around for a while, still trying to get some monies in and some grants in to do things along the river. But what's lacking ever since COVID, um, the community is great. People are great. People always talk about the community and people, but volunteerism. I don't know whether it's because there's so many different places people can give their time, but it's difficult now to find able-bodied people that want to come out and actually be a part of being on the river. And cleaning things up so that's what paddlers for conservation is about the mission has not changed we're here to uh, continue to try and make that be good stewards of the river picking up trash alan how much trash do you think there is out in the river more than i'd probably ever imagined mm-hmm. right right yep no there's stuff floating all the time we had a group from tippy river adventures come back from a canoe float earlier this year a couple of uh, inflatable rafts okay sitting out just sitting out there people had them out there they popped and what they do they leave them that's some sad commentary on the state of the of, of leaving things on the river, but picking that stuff up, getting it back in, getting it off the river, making it a good habitat for, for everything that we have on the river. That's what paddlers for conservation is all about. Is there
1: anything, I mean, I don't know if it's a state level, local level, where you'd have like an adopt a, adopt a mile kind of a program
2: similar, like the highways that do that. Or? Well, the thing is, I'm sure that we could figure out something to do yeah. locally with the exception of the fact that, you know, again, a key stat here in Kosciuszko County when it relates to the river, yeah, The river is, for all practical purposes, privately owned. Is it? Because we have not had a designation of the river being navigable okay. by the state of Indiana. And this goes back to a law from like 1886, 88, and whatever. But because of that, property owners actually own to the center of the river. They own the, the ground underneath. So getting access to said river to do that cleanup becomes a little bit more difficult. Okay. So that would work great If one of the property owners along the way would be willing to sign up to either A, let a group on to take care of this, quote, mile of river, or B, they just wanted to take care of themselves. And you know what? A lot of property owners do take an interest in the river and try and keep it clean themselves. A lot of the log jams that have been worked through even before Paddlers for Conservation got out there doing stuff were because local landowner got tired of seeing that tree laying across the river, just down from his place. And he went out there and took care of it himself.
1: Are you seeing more of those property owners taking care of the property? Now that you have people out on the river, people are seeing activity. I mean, examples of just more, more people taking interest in the river because they're seeing uh, the the kayaks and the canoes
2: floating around. I I, I don't think there's any more engagement on the river and Jody, correct me if I'm wrong engagement on the river. But I have noticed that uh, you're seeing property owners along the river, that are proud of their properties becoming even more proud of their properties. Right. You know, uh, there's a section, uh, a part along our section one, um, an old, call it steam, steam engine, steam tractor kind of thing sitting out there. And it's like, Oh, that guy's really, mm-hmm. really knocking it out of the park. So.
3: Yeah. And the, um, the property owners, um, that I've had the, the blessing of interacting with are very appreciative um when when we're out there doing what we're doing and uh fun, another story mm-hmm. right so uh, a couple weekends ago um we we had a tree fall and it was uh it was blocking a section of river and, and i went out and i was cleaning it up and there were these three guys who were kind of right behind the obstacle and uh they were looking for one of their fellow's uh cell phones falling out of his pocket so in the process of portaging over this Obstruction. They they had lost their cell phone, and uh, uh, the guy, the one one fellow, found his phone, and there was a big celebration, or whatever. And they were asking me what I was right, doing, right. and I said, "Well, you know, like you guys were struggling to get over this obstacle. My goal is to provide a pass through for this." And they were just tickled pink, yep. and uh, then they were curious, and so they were they wanted to know how they could be involved. And I think the the, the onus is somewhat on us to kind of paint that picture to say, "Hey, if you." If this is something you enjoy doing, there is work that goes into making this um, an enjoyable experience. And sometimes it takes a story like that where somebody doesn't realize how much of a burden it is or what the risk is when you're going over an obstacle. And if somebody can get out there and put a little extra effort in and make the trip even more enjoyable, and maybe it's one of those three guys or all three of those Mm -hmm. guys who are out the next time with us cleaning up the next obstacle, so that they and their families and their friends can all go down the river and have a good and enjoyable experience. We, we paint that picture well, we get the story out, and hopefully we can encourage some people to come out and participate in it. And it's, it you know, I enjoy it. So for the right kind of person, it can be a fun trip to go down and, and you know, help curate, help clean
1: up the river and, and make it a little bit nicer for everybody. Exactly right. And I just love, I man, Jody, what you shared about kind of sharing the story, painting the picture. Um, what Tippy River Adventures has done to help with a locally based effort to create experiences and create something unique that we now have something to talk about as far as how how a community led effort, local entrepreneurs have worked together um, to do something really cool and different and unique to this community. That I'm sure you probably wouldn't even see elsewhere on that river. I mean, other communities probably don't have you know the access that you've created. Um, and I want to go back just for a minute, though. I mean, similar to you know, the discussion in a previous podcast episode about Launchpad, about the childcare initiative. I mean, again, it's creating something a unique, locally kind of business and community members working together to create a solution that's unique to this community and gives us a you know something to paint the picture of what it's like to be here, as well as to uh, help to share a story and and create something that people can be involved in. Um, and I know this this actually came up uh, this morning in a separate conversation that. Uh, some folks that were not aware of the launch pad initiative. And so, you know, how cool to even be able to share that, that very direct, very recent, very current example, and then provide an invitation for them to be involved and in being part of that going forward.
3: Yeah, that's, so. a, that's definitely a strong shout out to IMD and uh, Muriel and Sherry um, for putting that together, because that is uh, a great example of um, a business that shows it's invested in the community, it's employees and can be the Vanguard for hopefully
1: other people to do the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. So, so folks out there who maybe haven't checked out yet Tippy River Adventures uh, for outdoor opportunities, Launchpad Initiative, which is a, a collaboration between the Community Foundation, Chamber of Commerce, uh, the United Way, and many many companies involved in the coalition. Uh, just go to the Google machine, look for both of those, and uh, plenty of opportunities to be involved. Yeah, I do want to ask. mean, you know, are there other examples come to mind of, of of highlights from the last few episodes. Uh, in this series as we've looked at that uh i know it's it's uh, uh the the life outside uh the
2: work lives right that's a great question alan i'm trying to remember what happened yesterday let alone uh, yeah, yeah. a couple of episodes um but you know it's you know i go back even to one that's uh, maybe the series before with the big town small amenities no Small town, big amenities. I always get that backwards. But I, I go back to some of the discussions that we had with um um one ten, you know, Jason from one ten and um, the Noah Noah folks about you know how they started some things here. Right. Um because I look at those things and I'll go to the spike side of it. Um, you know, the the story there of how Noah Noah came to exist right. goes back to volleyball. And, and, and doing things that are still going on at Spikes. So, if you're looking at things to do, to do outside of your work experiences here, you know, yeah, a lot of times we think of Noah and Spikes as, you know, a place to hang out and get, get the food that they've curated and the fresh seafood and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. But that volleyball part, the outdoor recreation, even in the center of town, I think is one of the things that is, is a highlight to me, even as we transitioned from the amenities into this latest round.
1: Right, exactly right. And one more example of something hidden in plain sight. Wouldn't mm-hmm. expect you know, as you drive along in thirty and turn on the Center Street um, to see, you know, the wagon wheel, you know, the spikes and Noah Noah and just Oak and Alley and great, great product placements and, and uh, uh, shout outs here. But a lot of just such great amenities, unique amenities that, uh, that you, you do have to get take that turn off a of US thirty, but also uh, uh, look a little bit further in, in the community to find these things. And and they do make the place so, so unique.
3: Yeah. I mean, and if we're, if we're looking at, and we tend to be hyper-focused on Warsaw because we live in Warsaw. Right. Um, But when we're, when we're um, thinking about um, what is the, there's a local win, right? So there's a win of, you know, I finished my work day. I live in Kosciuszko County. Where am I going to go play? But then there's also this other idea of we're competing to draw in traffic. From place uh, from, for people outside of the right. county. And a lot of that comes down to um, the vision that we have for this area, for the county at large, and what sort of experience do we wanna have for the person who's coming in to visit, right? So somebody who comes and drives into town, we've had people come on the river and they actually were like, okay, we're gonna try this out before we make a decision whether or not we're gonna move here, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Which is an interesting thing to hear Right. Or people who are driving, you've got two different families and they're looking for a midpoint adventure and then they meet here and they're like, okay, what sort of experience can they, um, can they uh, propose to their family that will be the thing that brings them here versus takes them to another location? It just so happened in, in our case, because, you know, that's our focal point. It was the river. Mm-hmm. Okay. But there's the downtown, for example, in, in Warsaw. Right is a great place now if somebody had the vision of trying to turn it into a there there were more attractions where people were drawn to to go experience than the the halo effect of them coming to the area to experience whatever that is
1: i don't know you know it could be the the skating thing over at Winona, could be the river. If only we were, you know, working on a feasibility study for a downtown performing arts center, conference center, hotel, and parking garage, for example. Are you you leading the witness here? Okay, all right. Well, that's good (laughs) to
3: know, right? It's the kind of stuff where uh, people need to know that there is that vision um, and that those things are coming so that people can prepare themselves and we can start to Get this idea of, okay, maybe foot traffic is the thing we're trying to drive downtown versus, you know, cars flying down the road at 35 miles an hour.
1: People want experiences, right? They want to know where can I go to dinner, where can I go to shop after dinner, where can I go, you know, just create the experience, curate the experience. And again, broken record, but it goes back to what you're doing with the, with the rivers. Um, I was even thinking, um, you know, downtown, certainly things that bring people downtown, create foot traffic, create momentum. Um, you know, don't want to overlook, though, even we may want to talk at some point about how, how do people get on the lake if if they don't have uh, a lake home or know someone with a lake home? You know, where, where are some of the tips and tricks of, of getting lake access? Because uh, people, are, I suspect there's people either in our community or who visit who may not know uh, how to how to get on the lake, you know, if if uh, if they are looking for that opportunity.
2: Well, again, but that's what's interesting here because we have some things like that already because i I can just share a personal story i mean i I consider myself a lifer of this area but i was gone for 13 years that's right all right so and i was out in kansas and you know there's a lot of large lakes in kansas they're all army corps of engineer lakes and none of them have any private property on them or around so if you wanted to go be on the lake you could get to on the launch and put a boat on Mm -hmm. but the idea in our heads living in kansas of hey, let's go swim. Uh, if it wasn't one of the city of Wichita Public Pools, you weren't swimming, or you had, didn't have one in your backyard, you weren't swimming. And that's one of the things that my, my, my wife was just blown away by in this area, is you can drive right up to any of these lakes, and most of them have a beach. You just park, and you go swim. It's a foreign concept. So when right. we're talking about access to the lakes, we have to actually kind of think outside of what we're used to. Yeah, duh, all the lakes have... Lake Wall B in in Milford has a lake. Is that uh, your go-to? Huh? Is that your go-to beach? Is that uh, Lake Wall Growing up, you know, we lived on a farm out in the country. But on the one to two days a year that maybe we would able to be going to a beach, uh, it was it was it was there. So, but you know, there, there's sandy beaches on on most of these lakes, and and highlighting things like that that you don't even have to. You don't have to have the million dollar lake home. You don't have to even have the boat. You want to get on these lakes and be involved. You've got Pike Lake, you've got Center Lake, you've got Winona Lake, you've got Walby, you've got Webster. I mean, let's just start counting all the lakes that actually have a sandy beach that you can just go and spend the afternoon. I didn't know That's that. That's what they See, do in Chicago. New. They go, I mean, if you That's go right. down Lakeshore Drive, there's any number of beaches that you can pull off and go on. And we have that amenity here, but we're spoiled into thinking or not thinking about it and uh, and, and talking about
3: that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, maybe taking it for granted is a weak point.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We we really should probably think of a good story
2: around those beaches. And I think there's so many things in this county that probably fall into that same category. We get so wrapped up into feasibility studies and downtown this and downtown that and making big changes, which look, if you're not making changes, a lot of times the argument is you're not moving forward and I get that, but if we're overlooking this low-hanging fruit over here of, oh, hey, by the way, you actually can get on a good number of lakes around here because they have sandy yeah. beaches. Maybe we should make sure that we're not overlooking the things that we're not thinking about while trying to drive forward big, high-dollar, high-budget programs in order right, to get right. people well, in here.
1: And those do, I mean, they do complement each other. So thinking about um, the investments the city of Warsaw's made in the plaza, the Park Plaza, uh, on Buffalo Street that tie right into, you know, some investments are making with uh, the, the beach access, the updated pavilion, new pier space, same thing in Winona Lake with Limitless Park and Winona Lake that ties into you know, the village and the, the, the pavilion, the Sunset, the Miller Sunset Pavilion. I mean, all these things do tie together. Uh, but I certainly appreciate, Ryan, your point that we don't overlook the things we already have to build on. And it's just it's just how do we, again, back to Jody's point, create the experiences around those that tie into everything else we have.
2: Fantastic. And, and how do we do that without... Um regulating them to death or red taping them to death. Right. You know, yeah. a lot can um, happen in 10 years, yeah, right? Yeah. When
3: you can do something right now yeah, and, and see that win. uh, why wouldn't you take this is your, this is your point. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, sure. 10 years, plan a 10 year plan, whatever, do your feasibility studies, invest in the engineering. But we, we do have the opportunity to promote things that already exist in this area that are just overlooked. And the reality is that we should be doing that because that right now we could have people turning the wheel. That's right. Right now we could have people who are going down 30 who mm-hmm. think this is another farm town stopping and taking a look at Winona Lake, right? Stopping and turning the other direction, mm-hmm. stopping off at Central Lake. They've done a great job over there at Central Lake, right? It's it's, it's really impressive. transformed in yep. the time that I've been here. And I think it's pretty. I think they've done a great job with it. It's just getting the word out and letting people people view that more as a uh good saturday afternoon mm-hmm.
2: and what mm-hmm. i would like to see come out of this podcast not just this episode but uh you know we talk all the time we get guests in here and you know well th- these guests are picked i don't pick them jody doesn't pick them but somebody presents us with a list of people that you are going to be interviewing uh, let's pull the curtain back that's what it is here's the list of people that you're going to be talking to mm-hmm. today all right um and it's a great list i'm i'm glad that we've talked with who we've talked with but for people in our community to get involved especially people that have been here a long time and may end up you know bucking up against some of the things and yeah I've heard it lots of times well why do I have to change while well, our communities find the way it is, why do we have to have this, this multi million dollar complex that's gonna be footed by this tax thing, this tax thing, going downtown? Our communities find the way it is. Well, okay, well, if it's fine the way it is, you feel that way because you know about some of these things that are being overlooked. So I would encourage the community in response to this podcast and the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast to start talking about and promoting and, and listing these things that are hit that are overlooked because we've got vision set high on some of these other things. So bring them to the table, right, Point exactly. out the fact that, you know, Wildwood Nature Preserve down off of State Road 14 is a fantastic place to get out and about. And you, if you enjoy it, point out there. that this here, absolutely not there. And bring it to the forefront. So those things don't get missed so that we can turn those wheels right now.
1: Well, we all have to sell, right? I mean, that uh, people ask us what's there to do in the winter time. I mean, it's, it's not where well, you shrug your shoulders and say nothing. It's let's have some examples. What are we experiencing? And, uh, you know, make sure folks are being able to take advantage of those, those opportunities of resources that others have invested in. Others have, have helped create and, uh, pave the way for us, so to speak. So, I mean, right on. There's plenty here. And, uh, uh, I think we all have a role to play. I mean, we're we're humble Hoosiers. Um, there's a joke about you know uh, extroverted engineers looking at the other person's shoes. Uh, so you know it's it, we have a bit of that where we don't like to talk up and brag. And and uh, I think though it's it's a responsibility we have uh, with just the community pride that people have here and the uh, the the great quality of life they get. To be, we all get to experience here to help uh, help promote it, help others find find their way.
3: Well, and uh, to build on uh, Ryan's point, uh, a lot of the people who are enjoying the amenities because they're already there, aren't really, there was no effort on their part. They just know it's there. Right. It's, it's kind of a taxonomy of free effect, right? right? It's like, if I didn't have to invest in it, it's not really worth anything, but the reality is it is worth, somebody had to put the beach in,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? And so if we can somehow let people know that it may not seem like a big deal to them, but any investment, that they can make into the community any investment that they can make promoting the community right uh is is time and energy well spent pay it forward pay it forward It, it if, keep it going yeah a stronger community is when everybody shares in the adventure together the, yeah. so we just have to invite everybody to you know engage and be a part of this community and the, and there's life well lived as an example this series is an example of people who have chosen chosen to do that And then the cascading effects, the positive effects of the community from that investment. And so if anybody takes anything from this, it's that. Invest, invest Invest. your time, be a part of the community, engage with the community. We do have a good community. So come be a
2: part of it. That's right. That's that's a great point that there's no sandy beaches. There's no sand bottom lakes in Kosciuszko County. They're muck and silt bottom lakes. So those sandy beaches, those came there somehow. Somebody, some entity, some group, some su- something poured truckloads of sand right in there. Now there's the sand bars at the end of Lake James and then sand bar in the middle of Lake Wawasee, sure. But on the shores, that didn't happen without some uh, investment. Well, and it steamrolls
1: on itself. That's the invitation to folks who maybe are newer here. Uh, yeah, Hey, the, the community will support you know, new investment, new amenities, new startups, uh, the community will get behind. And I think there's, there's a vibe here. I came across this years ago that people want to help you get, you get whatever you're trying to accomplish, help you get there, right. Uh, lend a hand contribute, And, uh, so it's a matter of, you know, figuring out what is that, that, uh, that amenity you're looking for, what is that startup you're, you're looking to build and how do we, how do we make sure we, we, you know, ask for help and we'll, we'll all be there to help you. Right on. All right. Life well lived. And we even talked, I mean, I I don't know. I I feel like we talked about quite a bit outside of our work lives, but, uh, tongue in cheek, I I know a lot of, you know, Jody Ryan, what you do is is investing and working, uh, but it's helping to to create things and build things that, um, I know you take a lot of of pride and ownership of, but also that do help and contribute and and make a difference for others. So uh, those certainly go hand in glove. So thank you on behalf of the team. And uh, any closing thoughts before we wrap up this episode of the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast?
2: Closing weekend for Tippy River Adventures is the first weekend in October. So you have plenty of time to still get out uh, on the river. Um, great opportunities uh, to see all sorts of things. The river is flowing nice and freely. TippyRiverAdventures.com. And you have two sections open this year, right? one and a half one and a half right? okay. the second the second section's not completely open yet but we're maybe willing to send one or two people
3: and we've down. had some really good responses from groups yes. so if you've got a church group or a yep. school group or a sports team 4-h group 4-h group
2: yeah that was a great adventure. that was a great one uh we actually have a record holder from that yeah junior league kosciusco county junior leaders group came out uh and i forget forget his name but he made it in a, a buck ten an hour and 10 minutes down this two-hour wow, second was flying. He was flying. So yeah, Looking.
1: groups, we love groups. And you have a very active Facebook page, so if people want to see, you know, what it looks like, you know, see the how, how families, groups, couples, individuals are enjoying the river, go check out the Facebook page, check out the website, book online for your adventure. Exactly. And uh, okay, cool. Well, Jody, Ryan, it's a pleasure. Alan Teo here with KEDCO. Uh, this is the Clearly Cascasco podcast, powered by KEDCO with our friends at Dream On Studios our partners from Tippy River Adventures and visit Kosciuszko County. It's been a pleasure, gentlemen, and look forward to seeing you out on the river.
0: Clearly, Kosciuszko is a county-wide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, Clearly Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.